0: Not to this medium plus, which is an abomination, but just here we go again. Another edition of Travis and Slee. Absolutely loving it. Thanks for checking us out this morning. And Slee, you want that back, right? You want your medium plus order
1: back. Show number 31. I'm not taking anything back, Trav. I put it out there. I'm leaving it there. You want your steak pretty much... you want it pretty much raw. You're no. looking for a sashimi ribeye. <laughs> a little
0: tartare action.
1: <laughs> no, we're not
0: doing that. I do like that. Uh, immediately after you ordered your steak, cooked like a hockey puck.
1: That Ireland. Yeah, made John on, lost on, it. Yeah, John on, lost on our it.
0: text thread with a, that's the. You should be arrested for ordering your steak more than medium rare. Me
1: John said anything higher than a medium rare on a steak should be illegal. <laughs> Slee was now banned from Fleming's, Mastros, and Ruth Chris for life.
0: He's right. You 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 absolutely should be. That's uh that's the way that it should go. Let's throw Mortons in there as well. ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. All our guests today will appear via the Goodyear Hotline. Can I can I get something uh, off Talk my chest to here anybody. to start the show? Yes, sleep? of course. I'm a little worried about you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm a little worried because basically what we're starting right now at eight fifty seven in change right now. Mm-hmm. Is you are getting ready to basically perform a triple header. You're gonna do Travis and Slee. You're gonna do Lakers pre and post, yep. and then tomorrow morning at this time we got another Travis and Slee. So basically, you're like on one of those NBA stretches where you're yep. gonna have you know four, uh, three games and four nights, or four games and five nights. And I don't know if you have the stamina to do it. If I'm this being isn't honest.
1: let me let me tell you something. This is not a seven inning baseball game. All right. This is not adjusting because it's a double header. We're only going seven. <laughs> We got to go the whole thing tonight, Trav. And what, what's going to happen? I'm going to get home around 12:30 or so. First of all, construction will be ready to go, and construction I think starts. The moment I start pulling out of LA Live, the cones start lining up on the freeway. <laughs>
2: okay. They yeah, start everybody taking just People
1: start, off yep. the freeway detours. <laughs> just start, hey, Slee just started was coming, guys. Let's go. Get this. Let's hey, let's change one light and turn and close the entire 5 freeway. Maybe uh, they're big fans. Maybe they're listening to you and the yep.
0: second that you say, "All right, good night. We'll see you on Travis and Slee at 855." They say, "All right, start the jackhammers and the dump trucks. Here he comes."
1: Uh, pretty sure that's not the case. And then, uh, like, here's the thing: today you get enough moment. I mean, think about today. Think about how great today is. Here we are. We're going to do this show. Mm. Then you got the pregame show coming up. Obviously, mm. all the shows in between. Travis, this is the first playoff game at Staples Center since 2013. Now, if this was Game 41, and the Wizards are coming to town. It might be a little bit different. This is uh, obviously a lot of hype behind this game, so I'll, I'll be good. Now tomorrow, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, Trav. I might, I you know, I might have to just, uh, I might send you a text at, at seven fifty-five and say, yeah, Trav, why don't you take this one? Why don't you take this one? <laughs> yeah, take, that's fine. Like, like I said, one, I, no, I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm not doing it. I already did I, that once, and I learned yeah. from my mistake. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, they, they, threatening me with the sound of my own voice—that's not going to work. I'm I'm very comfortable listening to myself talk for hours and hours and hours. Can I tell you, I had a very cool moment this morning, too? By the way, I just got your text. Yeah, yeah. I'm completely uh, it. Look, so the, here's what's this is happening. unbelievable. Here's what's happening. Slee is in charge of putting
1: the Zoom together, right, for I all of us? I think it's the only thing you've asked me to do. Just say, hey, Slee, just <laughs> control the Zoom in the morning. That's all now, you have to do. To your credit, you've remembered to actually do it,
0: but today it was a little bit of a different twist because even though you're the one that initiated the Zoom yes. call, you're the mm-hmm. only one that's not on it. Funch is on it. Taylor is on it. I'm right on it. it. Yep. And there you are. There's there, Lee's there lovely go. face here at 9 o'clock in the morning. So we'll get into this a little bit later on the show, but just very quickly, I want to tell you a cool story because I love this. Um we all know what happened to Russell Westbrook last night, right? That they, yep. the idiot poured popcorn on his head, and, and Russ got incredibly upset, as I think he should have. And uh, Philadelphia put out a, st- a statement today, the Sixers, that the fan has been – had his season tickets revoked, that he's been banned from the arena, et cetera, et cetera. And I put out a tweet, a tweet this morning, that, and I'll read it exactly. I said, I'm genuinely asking, how is that enforceable? Could he not have someone else buy tickets for him? In reality, how do you keep him out of the arena? Mm-hmm. Okay, that was my, my tweet. You know who responded to me, and I love this. Do you remember USC football player Jake Olson, the first ever blind Division One football player? I do remember. Yeah. Okay. He was the long snapper. They did, and one of the one of my favorite all time uh, Sports Center features was on Jake Olson. Shelly okay. Olson did it when he was just a kid. He's like twelve or thirteen years old, and he was losing his sight. It's just the most heartwarming story you've ever seen in your life. He tweeted at me mm. and said, "They'll hire me to be on the lookout." Duh. <laughs> So I love it. Jake, thank you for following That's me awesome. on Twitter. Thank for resp- awesome. thank you to responding to that. We actually had him on the Rams pregame show a couple of times as well. He's a good dude and knows his football inside and out. So we'll talk about that. Let's get into the Lakers, Lee. Let's get into what we expect to see tonight. We talked about it there on our little lookie a minute ago. The idea of which Anthony Davis. Is this is this the story for you going in? The Are we going to get the Anthony Davis? We get about 80 85% of the time. Mm-hmm. The guy that just kills people.
1: When are we going to get that other guy that shows up one out of every five or six games? Not a story for me. It, it really isn't. Um, listen, if if we're having another conversation tomorrow that Anthony Davis was not ready for game three because maybe there wasn't enough noise, maybe there wasn't enough people talking about him, maybe there wasn't enough chatter of people challenging him, then we got a bigger issue. So when, when we walk into game three, and I know Anthony Davis is coming off that great performance in game two, but you almost kind of... Okay, well, you had, you went 5 of 16 and had 13 points and 7 rebounds in game one. Then you come out um, with 34 points and 10 rebounds and what do you have, three block shots, something along those lines in game two. I, I would just imagine that Anthony Davis, not by uh, now that we're in the playoffs, we're in the postseason, obviously get, grabbing game three is so critical to a series. The Lakers should be doing damage in, in both of these games here at Staples Center. I got to imagine. Anthony Davis needs zero motivation from anybody, zero motivation from the media, zero uh, chatter from national and local uh, broadcasts telling him how, uh, how how he could be better. I, I think he walks into tonight's game and handles business like he's supposed to do every single game.
0: Couldn't we have said that exact same thing heading into Game One? <laughs> Not could have, I mean, we, sh- we should have. Yeah, I mean, it, that's the rub, right? You just mm-hmm. never know what his deal is going to be, and that's why the question about not just game three against the Suns tonight, but the Lakers' future post-LeBron James, what did what did that mean? You know, what what does that mean yep. moving forward? What does that mean for the Lakers organizationally once LeBron is no longer LeBron or LeBron is no longer in the NBA or is no longer playing for the Lakers or whatever the situation may be, what does that look like? That's, I think, for me – what I'm looking at first. And here's the other part too, sleep. I think tonight decides the series because I think one of two things happens tonight in game three. If the Lakers win, I think this series goes about how we thought it was going to go, right? I think if the Lakers win tonight, that the Lakers win this series probably in five games because I think all of the wind comes out of Phoenix's sails. I think all of the things that they had going for them in game one, A.D. being absent, them having a home crowd, them feeling that first playoff game. Booker, unbelievable, right? Mm -hmm. All of it. If they win tonight, the Lakers, I feel like this goes pretty quickly in in 4 and 5, and then the Lakers are into the second round. If Phoenix wins tonight, all those warm, fuzzy feelings that they had in Game 1 come rushing back in. They're feeling really good about themselves. They're getting ready to go. I think if they win tonight, the Suns win tonight, Mm -hmm. this is a seven-game series, and we all know what that means. Anything can happen in a seven-game series. I hate Game 7 because and i really hate game 7 as the as the fan of the team that is the better team Right? Because the better team should have never let it get to a game seven. Mm-hmm. The better team should have closed this thing out earlier, and all it takes is one turned ankle, one Chris Paul stinger going to instead of it being Chris Paul, it's Anthony Davis. Sure. It's sure. one desperation basket, it's Devin Booker going for fifty. You bring in all
1: of these things where one off night and your season ends. Well that's why what was it a week ago? Week ago was the playing tournament. No, it was on yep. Wednesday last week. Just um so just about a week ago. This is the kind of the warning that you were giving a week ago. You were saying, Al, I I get it. Yes, you're right. The roster, look at the Lakers roster. And how are the Golden State Warriors going to hang with the Lakers? And you kept repeating, it's just one game. They just got to, you know, they got to hang in it for one game. And that's, I think, part of your reference to what a game seven would be. Um, I'm just going to give you my expectations, okay? And I, I don't say this, I know there's, you know, probably plenty of times that, it feels like i have a laker hat on but here's the reality we could still be honest and we could still be give our our genuine opinion this is how i i feel the next and i'm going to put both of these games together game 3 and 4 together cuz i don't think there's much difference between both of these games i feel the next two games at Staples center you got thursday which is obviously tonight and you got sunday uh, this weekend lakers we have a 12:30 start i feel like in both of these games the lakers will take complete Control of the series. If you even told me that the Suns, you know, were a possession or two into one of these, you know, next two games in the fourth quarter, I'd, I'd be a little bit surprised. Now, I'm not. I'm not telling you that. Uh, I, I said that against the Golden State Warriors. That wasn't the case. It's not that I don't disrespect the Warrior or the uh, the Phoenix Suns. I just put the Lakers on a, obviously a, a very high pedestal. Mm-hmm. I think the Lakers, because they know the position that they're in, they know what these next two games will mean. Like you said, this could kind of finish off round number one, and then you got probably Clipper or you got Denver and Portland who will go into a long series. I, I don't think there's any messing around from the Lakers these next two games. I think they handle business.
0: I, I think they win, but I, I just cannot see a scenario where they tune them up. I, I just I, – the, the Suns are good. You know what I mean? they in a 7 game series maybe you'll get one game that gets a little lopsided we, you know that's just pro sports team has a bad night and they night don't have to time. be
1: winning by double digits and I, i'm i'm not saying that i just think that they start taking control of the series it's not a game with 3 minutes left to go that that's my, that's it right there that's the fear the fear is is that it's a game with 3
0: minutes to go and they have a guy that's just as dangerous as our guy that and I'm not don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Devin Booker is LeBron James. I'm not insane. I didn't fall down and hit my head on the on the street last night. What I'm saying is Booker if can you, get you ten points in a row. If you get into a bucket mm-hmm. for bucket situation, he I'll, and you say you get Devin Booker. Cool. Okay. If if we're just saying who gets the last basket and I get Devin Booker, I like my chances. Mm-hmm. I like my chances if I have LeBron James and Anthony Davis, too. Mm-hmm. But it's it's kind of a, a 50-50 proposition. The Lakers did what they needed to do in Game 2, which was they controlled the game for the most part. The NBA is a league of runs. They sustained the run that the Suns had them on. And then they went on a run of their own and won the game by what was it, seven or eight points? Seven, I think the Sliwa seven came in at that point. You don't have to but, mention
1: it again, but you yeah. know, we go back to go like back to take to, care of you Tuesday's show and take a listen if you guys want. No, no, Chat, <laughs> listen, they, this is um, this kind of funny because, and I mentioned this about Anthony Davis, and this kind of falls along the same line with the Lakers as well. The Lakers respond when they need to respond. I'm always curious when they don't need to respond, right? Like. Mm-hmm. Tonight's game is one of those games where there's just been a lot less chatter about the Lakers. So when we say Anthony Davis, until he's challenged, he comes through and he shuts everybody else up. Sometimes the Lakers fall into that category, too. It's it's one thing. When you need to go on the road, you need to grab game two, you need to tie the series up one apiece. There was a lot of things that were obviously incredibly beneficial to the Lakers at taking game two. The series wouldn't have been over if they lost, but it was critical. It was, it was kind of a a challenge moment. Do the Lakers have a challenge moment tonight? And if they win tonight, do they have a challenge moment in game four? Those are the ones where I think they're more up in the air for the Lakers.
0: That You, you, just, you just – Said it, Slee. It's the best explanation I've heard of Anthony Davis so far, and you didn't even say his name. Is he gonna have to get? The, the, that's it. the The idea of do you have it when you don't have to have it, right? The, to, to Anthony Davis's credit, when he has to have it, he almost always does, mm-hmm. and that that not, not everybody can say that. And he's in a really small group of guys like that. But what separates great players from legends are guys that. Every I got night. it when I don't have to have it. Every I, night. I, I got it in game three of a series where, you know, I already showed you that I'm the best guy on the floor in game two. I'm going to show you that I didn't even play all that well in game two. Watch this, that they're always at that point, that the only time that we talk about them having a bad game is the, mm-hmm. it, it's shocking because it almost never happens when look, LeBron's had bad games. We all, you know why we talk about what was a game five against the Mavericks a million years ago? we, it's because it's the one we all remember.
1: Sure. It was it was the one you go, "Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, that that's that was that's the bar that he set for himself." How did JJ
0: Barea get the better of <laughs> LeBron James? And it, it just to this day it doesn't right. make any sense, right? right? It just but with Anthony Davis, we go, "Oh yeah, that happens a lot." That's the difference. That's the difference, and hopefully it doesn't happen tonight. All right. The Lakers are going to need something too. The Lakers have a number that is very alarming. And the guy in charge of that number doesn't seem to get it. I'll tell you what the number is and who said it. That's coming up next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.
2: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. SAVE. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets Signature 8 Corner Pizza and get $5 off with code 8Save. That's the number 8, SAVE. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: That was Kyle Kuzma yesterday talking about how he only had two points through the first couple of games as well. He was not load managing like you're gonna do before too long sleeve, start taking some days off. He's just not getting the ball in the basket.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen. My schedule is that's on me. You uh, don't worry about my schedule, all right, Trav. Just uh, just focus. Oh, I'm on worried you. about it. Focus on you. I'll worry about me. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it, it's interesting. Kuz – So yesterday, who talked? We had Marcus All Coos and Coach Talk, mm-hmm. and. Um, I asked a similar question. We'll play that in just a second. Let let me just. Do you say get this. the first
0: question at Laker press conferences? Are you? Did you like take the Jim Hill role? Are you? Did yeah, you yeah. go to the front of the line? Yeah, the, Jim, ex- Jim, Jim, Jim,
1: Jim, yep. Jim, Jim, Jim. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. I have a question I would like to ask first. This is usually how it works. Um, the Lakers media will Allison Bogley. The media will just kind of say, "Late, let's get the press conference started," and then the players kind of wait. Is Sliwa there? Uh, what's the deal with Sliwa, I'll probably text Kuz and say, let a couple other people go first, and then I'll go after that. I kind of mix it up a little bit. Um, Travis, here's the reality. I get the 38th question.
2: Okay?
1: <laughs> I'm 38th on the list, and they only take nine nine questions. <laughs> uh, okay, so for Kuz, real quick. Guy scored two points in the first two games against the uh, against the Phoenix Suns. I, I'm, I'm kind of mixed on this one. I don't think you're going to be mixed, but I'll tell you why I'm mixed. Okay, There was a point in Kuz's career where the conversation would be more about, Kuz, that's not a good shot. That's not Mm -hmm. a good shot. Why are you taking that shot? Kuz, are you more worried about getting buckets for yourself, or is it more about the team? There were, I think, legitimate questions where I don't think Kuz is selfish. I think Kuz just didn't really fully understand, okay, how does this whole thing work? Now I think Kuz has kind of gone the other way. Kuz, there's times where, Kuz, that's a good look. Take that shot. And I almost feel like he's making that extra pass, whatever the case is. Funch, play this real quick because this was the question. question is, are you looking are, – are you not looking, I guess you could say, for your shot more often? Are there times you're paying attention to it or you're not paying attention? His, this was his response.
3: I'm always constantly trying to think and, and figure out ways. You know, you know. obviously it's not ideal for me to go a game and only shoot the ball two or three times, obviously, you know, keeping it 100, but – you know, I just got to find ways, you know, um, I'm constantly moving on the court, just trusting that the ball and, and that energy of moving is going to find me, whether that's cutting to the middle of the rim, uh, running the floor every time, you know, certain situations, um, being aggressive, but making the right read. You know, there's been a bunch of plays uh, this series. I may get into paint thinking to score, but there's a teammate open and I'm hitting them, And uh, that's just the right basketball play. and. You know, and I and I'm fine with that because at the end of the day, that's if I get in the paint, teammate shoots the ball, we get three points, and we get three points, and we get back yeah, on defense, try to get stops, and those plays, those plays add up. You know, just gotta keep finding, it and keep trusting that the ball is gonna find me, and um, you know, hopefully, it, hopefully it does in the right situations
0: yeah, look, I, I I get what he's getting at, but here's the here's the rub. I, I want him to make the right basketball play too. I want him to do the thing that helps the team win. He's trying to do the right thing. I, I, I get it, but mm-hmm. there's there's too much of a good thing sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. there's There's too much of being a team guy that we've seen this with LeBron before that shoot the ball. be a little selfish because he's an important offensive option for the Lakers. If he's only if he only has two points through two games, that's not being a team guy. That's not you're, – you're not being a team guy because what you do – Kyle Kuzma's best trait as a basketball player, not his mm-hmm. only trait, but his mm-hmm. best trait as a basketball player is putting the ball in the bucket. Get in a bucket. Yeah, mm-hmm. get, get, get a basket. Get, get some points here. And especially when you look at it, the fact that KCP is not shooting the ball particularly well, you look at the Lakers bench players, they're having trouble getting points in the first place. They're not putting it all together. They're not they, – or I should say he's not putting it all together. There's a balance to this. I don't need Kyle Kuzman to take 30 shots, but he can't have two points through two games. They, they, AD and LeBron, I get it. Those two pieces work. Everything
1: else is in really good shape. But you're going to need stuff from other guys, and so far they haven't gotten it from him. So th- this is, um, this is a, a point that I made, I think it was a couple days ago. If Kuz and KCP are giving you 10 points each, is that asking for too much? No. I am mean, just being honest, right? Or, okay, let's say they're giving you eight points each. Is that asking for too much? No. Okay. That's 16 points that the Lakers are virtually missing every playoff game so far. And I, I point that out because, okay, it's going to be an outlier for Ben McLemore to give you that. It's going to be an outlier for Marcus Gasol to give you that, an outlier for some of these other players. That's not uncommon for those two guys. And when I, when I say for Kuz, like, I, I respect what he's trying to do. I res- His heart is in a good place. But I think you made a point there. It could actually hurt the Lakers if he's not a little bit more aggressive. That because of his skill set, uh, he's got to do more on the offensive side. And he was explaining there, okay, it's not ideal to get two or three shots, but I'm doing what the team needs me to do. Ultimately, if KCP and Kuz can get you 16 to 20 points combined, Chav, you're not going to lose many games. You're just not. No. You, you know what it reminds me of when you're asking about is it too much? It's like when you go out to dinner.
0: Mm-hmm. surprise surprise it's like when you go out to dinner and you sit down at the table and let's say let's say there's four people at dinner let's say Head. that the rogers and the Sleewas go out to dinner one night okay and we're sitting there and there's a bottle of wine on the table and the the, the waiter comes by and says you know can we get anything to start guys can we, get, can we get a couple appetizers going for you and i look around and i'm thinking there's four people at the table let's get three things let's get just so we can each have a little bit of three is that too much to ask much like Kyle Kuzma getting eight points or KCP getting eight That's not too much to ask. Let's just mm-hmm. get three things. Let's get let's get the calamari. Everybody likes that, right? We'll get a little bit of that. And you know what? That tuna tartar that looks pretty good too. Let's get that. We'll get a couple bites in. Let's try something I would we not, don't typically I'm, I'm get. I'm just
1: telling you right now, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing three appetizers with you. I'm just being Why? honest here. Because if there's four of us and there's three appetizers, I just have this feeling like I don't think it's going to be equally divided. Like I I feel like <laughs> – I feel like things will be closer to your area than it is going to be to mine. Like, I feel like if I'm maybe you're eating a little faster than me and you're going back in for the calamari and now there isn't an equal division here. I, I just I worry about that.
0: Okay, with that in mind, it's time for straight talk brought to you by straight talk wireless. I might have the land speed record when it comes to eating fast. I I can why? I can get it in pretty quick and it it uh, like survival like okay, what's no, the reason? Is, you ask a very important question and I don't have a good answer. But here the, the the important question is why do you do that? It's unhealthy. You end up overeating. You end up spending too t- much money. All, all of these things. But here here here's here's why. Because it's sitting right there. What am okay. I not going to eat it? What if what if you got more than me? What if Mrs. Slee got more than me? What if Mrs. Rogers got more than me? Then what? Now what am I doing? You had more calamari than me? You had two more bites of tuna tartare than me? You got more fried pickles than me? That's a loss for Bro, me. But we're at a restaurant. We could just order more food. It's not like... Yeah, but then, then I'll eat more of that, too. It, it's it,
1: I'm, not, I'm not looking not looking to be equitable. I'm looking to get Bunches, my fair Bunches, share. help me out here. Hey, I got we one went, question, wait, though. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait we, went, we went from... Before you asked that question, we went from... Kuzma trying to just get a yeah. It was, more it was, I, was kind of, I was kind of over it. I just kind of wanted tuna, to move tar, on tar. past <laughs> that.
2: So let's just say that there's things I'm more interested. You in. You guys are eating appetizers. There's five chicken wings. There's four of you. Who gets that extra chicken wing?
1: Oh no no no! Oh, great question. I'm
0: sacrificing. No no you, you no. I will. That. So so here's my deal. Okay, mm-hmm. get, get ready. You can you can you can go to school on this. This is By the way, Who serves five chicken wings?
2: <laughs> Some Straight places talk. do. Some places do. We're not going back to that restaurant. That's what's happening.
0: Straight Talk Wireless, no contracts, no compromise. Here's more Straight Talk. While I'm gonna go hard early, I'm gonna get my, I'm gonna get in there more than you. That's that absolutely is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I will never take the last piece of pizza. I will never mm. take the last wing. Respect. I will never take the last Respect. potato skin. I, I I just I will always leave that there. And trust me, I want to. I really want. It, it takes all of my willpower as a human being not to just grab that last one. You don't want to be so that guy. I can be. I, I'm a gentleman, guys. I'm going to we... eat three times more than you, but I'm going to leave you the last <laughs> but one. But at That's the end, it's going to
1: look like you were uh, you were sympathetic. All right, can Honey, we take would a, you a, can like we squeeze in a quick. One? Can we squeeze in a quick call? You don't want to talk about wings anymore. Let's go to LA and DC. DC. Got plenty of time for wings.
0: Don't worry. <laughs> you are on with Travis and Slee. What's going on, TC?
4: you know, I just got one question for you guys. You guys say AB in Game Two was super aggressive, and mm-hmm. you know all that. I got a question. How is this guy get to the free throw line 21 times Mm -hmm. and he's basically shooting jumpers? I mean, I didn't see him go down there, back to the basket, demand the ball, and he's just scoring down in the paint, jump hooking and drawing fouls. This guy shoots jumper after jumper after jumper. 18 of those 34 points came from From the the free throw line. line. Mm -hmm. I mean... I coach basketball, and and I've watched basketball. I'm a student of the game. I've seen Shaq, some of the greatest guys in the league, play with their back to the basket. If they don't get to the line, well, as t- much as AD does,
1: that was I appreciate you calling in. That was a, mm. kind of an outlier. Uh, but I will say he had a lot more trips to the paint than he did in any of those other previous games. He had nine free throws those last two games, the game against the Warriors and the game against the uh, uh, game one against Phoenix. But uh, Trav, that that's he doesn't have to be 21 times, but it, it's got to be double digit free throws every game.
0: I, I, I think we need to accept a happy medium. He's never going to be Patrick Ewing. Okay, no. He's never he's never going to set up on the block and just be the guy that's shooting the ball, you know, eight, 10 feet from the basket or less over and over and over again. He's going to take his jumpers. If he, I don't care how he gets to the line twenty-one times, but if he gets to the line
1: twenty-one times, that means he's doing something right. Trav, you, that, if he gets there twelve times a game, yeah. that's a that's hey, that's pretty much. Uh, yeah, the, uh, I, I think, in my opinion, you're going to have guys in foul trouble on the other side, and he'll be getting some free buckets. I
0: think the magic number for him is about that ten, that ten mark, give or take, because he's. Mm-hmm. That's if, if he takes ten free throws, that's eight free points. That's mm-hmm. eight free points that he's getting along the way. All right, there is something happening in the NFL that I never thought that I would see before, and I'm glad that it's finally here. I'll tell you what it is. That's coming up next. Travis Inslee, seven ten ESPN, and.
2: Must be 21 plus plus present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
0: All right. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. And all of our guests on the show appear via the Goodyear hotline. I want to start with uh, a quick tweet here from our pal John. And it says, The Lakers fan I'm most interested in seeing back is Halsey. Huge fan. And since a hot dog is a sandwich, the best sandwich spots. Number one, any bacon wrapped hot dog cart; those are pretty good. Number two, Porto's Cubano sandwich; those are always good. Mm. And C. Philippe's French dip sandwich. It is uh, sandwich day here in Los right. Angeles. Sandwich so week.
2: Sandwich week. Sandwich. Oh, it's a week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so we all these. Plates. Yeah, seven Come days. Come on. Come on. Well, so I mean, we're eating sandwiches every week anyway, right? It's not like it's paella or something that you don't have very often where you need you know what paella sounds pretty it's a sandwich do you have a sandwich okay real quick how many sandwiches
1: a week do you consume Slee? a week how many sandwiches a week so i I definitely will make a couple sandwiches here at home right just kind of go to need a need something to eat just make it simple um there's some bro there's so many good little spots all over la I'll spend a lot of time in the Pasadena area, a couple places right here. And, by the way, this this so I, I would say a few a week, a few, few sandwiches a week, no do question about it. you get the same
0: boring-ass chicken sandwich that you always get, or do you no, mix it up and throw in I mix some it different up, things? Some turkey.
1: You know, I mix it up with turkey. turkey. It's it a lot more exciting there. Um, oh, my God. Actually, I, my my favorite sandwich. I bet sandwich, you never have even gotten one of those good fried sandwiches where they cover it in
0: butter, put it in the pan, get it all nice and warm and gooey. What, what, did what did you guys pick? What you guys
1: pick a couple days ago? Moons over Miami. That's a good sandwich. Yeah,
2: Denny's. <laughs> way, that's sandwich. not bad.
1: That, that's that's it's good. It's eggs and ham. What's not to like? Italian Italian sandwich, I'd say, is probably my favorite sandwich. Good call. Italian sandwich uh, is, and there's, man, we'll we'll get we'll we'll do that later, right? So unless you, you want to do that right now,
0: no. You know how you accuse me of um, saying that there's right and wrong answers with food? Yes, it, which is usually true. Here's here's one where I'm I'm like the United Nations of this. There is no wrong answer with sandwiches. Whatever you like, that's cool. Unless it's one of those disgusting ones with marshmallow and peanut butter, then you yeah, should no, be thrown no, in prison. Not, we're not, we're not. But but the, the rest of them, like if you if you if you like an Italian sub, sure, I like an Italian sub. The correct answer mm-hmm. is is a Reuben. That's the best sandwich. But if, if, you, if that's not your thing, that's fine. You can get your Italian. You can, can get I a sandwich dip. Can I, I tell you about good. a spot?
1: Can I tell you about a spot up here in Pasadena? Yeah. So there's a place um called Roma Market. You ever heard okay. of Roma Market? At I have. Okay. No. So it's uh, it's in Pasadena. It's on the other side of the bridge. I, I'd have to see where what exactly the uh, the location is. And eighty, I think, I want to say the guy is 80, 81 years old. Wow! And every morning he makes four hundred or five hundred different subs.
2: You know, I read about this in LA Times.
1: Yep, that that's right. There was a uh, there was uh, an article in the LA Times. Okay, um, he makes uh, I I want to say like. 400 or 500 of these in the morning it's the exact same sub there's uh literally nothing different to the sub so guy makes them and they just wrap them up and it's over by the register so people just literally walk in and it's like five bucks five five fifty or something along those lines you just grab one of those Italian. it's as simple as it gets too. they drizzle a little olive oil on there a couple slices uh i think it's capicola salami provolone sure Sure. and it's as simple as that tomato on there maybe no they, and no. and it, you can't even get it because okay. the sandwich already is already wrapped. made. It's already wrapped. So I you just like kind of walk in there. A dream and I, I, have I guess it, about twice a week. <laughs> I guess they've been doing it since like 1960 there, and the guy <laughs> is still in front of. Every, every morning if you go out there, he's still there, makes the sandwiches, and just hangs out at the uh, at the at the deli. Okay, so I know we don't talk a ton of golf on this show because I get
0: it. That's not for that's not everybody's cup of tea. Golf, but. Did you see where they put out, They put out that new thing where they do that so, kind of quasi-celebrity thing, where Phil Mickelson has a celebrity partner, and yep. now they got Bryson Deschambeau as one of the other celebrity pros who's going to play with the celebrity, and they've got Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers as the celebrities. Mm-hmm. That's that's not the point of all of this. The point the of all of this charity golf match that they're doing, right? Right. It, it's kind of fun. Charles Barkley made it fun a couple of you know whatever. The part that was shocking to me is because Bryson DeChambeau is a polarizing guy. There's a lot of people that don't like him, in particularly Brooks Kepka, who's another tour player, does not like him. There is a meme going around with Kepka rolling his eyes as DeChambeau walks by. Tom Brady comes off the top rope and starts making these memes about Aaron Rodgers' team kicking a field goal down seven points, about himself being the guy making memes. Who in their right mind thought that Tom Brady had a personality? Like, Tom Brady has cultivated this image for 20 years of being the most benign, robotic quarterback, assassin, greatest football player of all time personality and he's sitting there with his phone making memes making fun of Aaron Rodgers it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen not the jokes but just the fact that he's doing it
1: the fact that Tom Brady spent his entire career with the Patriots and there was this like no no, we don't do anything other then play freaking football. Everybody keep your mouth shut. This is how we do it here. Don't even smile. Did you just smile? Did I see somebody smile? Just that that was the kind of the culture and the style there, and it is what it is. That's their style. It's almost reminds you kind of like the San Antonio Spurs, you could say, in basketball. Yeah, similar. similar type of style. And then he goes to another team, and just his personality comes out. I mean, one of the greatest videos I've ever seen of Tom Brady has nothing to do with him on a football field. The dude is Chucking the Lombardi Trophy <laughs> on a so boat, hammered. he's coming he's... off. He's co- <laughs> coming off the boat, stumbling, and, and I and I, I. think it's kind of, you know, it almost makes me think. I, I sometimes sports becomes. Michael always says, it, I, th- "I think it's such a great point." Things become too serious in sports where yeah. there's not enough talking, there's not enough chatter, which then leads to less storylines, which leads to less. You know, what I mean, like I. I think. The more these guys actually show their personality, use Tom Brady as an example, man, they're not robotic anymore. Like it, you, you almost, uh, you almost draw more interest into them, their team, and into the game. I, I think it almost hurts the sport sometimes when they don't allow them to be like that. Tom Brady had to be at the top of the list of least likely candidates to kind of do
0: what he, he, what he did yesterday. I mean, is Derek Jeter going to show up trolling A-Rod next? They, you know, they, they, a meme of Jennifer Lopez back with Ben Affleck? I mean, this is what we're talking about. Yeah, Derek, yeah. Jeter, Derek Jeter and Tom Brady, for all I know, they might be the same guy. They live in the same house. They, they both call Tampa home. They're both multiple-time champions. They're both a deadlock cinch Hall of Famers, and they both purposely went 20 years without – making anybody smile unless you happen to root for the Yankees or the Patriots, right? I'm blown away by imagine Derek Jeter had uh, uh, a meme with J-Lo kissing uh, Ben Affleck and Derek Jeter oh, wrote geez. something on the on the picture. Right. That would be insane. And that's exactly what happened yesterday. It was fantastic. I loved it.
1: By the way, it's also good for golf, too, because just in general for golf, I, I think you and I were talking about this when we were prepping. If these two on the final day are one and two, I might watch it because I know there's a good storyline behind it where I wouldn't if they if everybody just kind of kept their mouth shut. This, this, is a, this is an ugly word, and I try not to use it very often, sincerely.
0: But, but hate is good. Hey, sports hate is really healthy, right? And I'm not talking about, like, hating a human being. No, I know what I'm you're saying. I'm talking about hating that guy because he wears a different jersey than you. I'm talking about hating that guy because he's taking something from you, right? The reason that Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau hate each other is because they're both trying to get the same thing. Larry Bird and Magic Johnson hated each other's mm-hmm. guts until they actually had to, you know, go meet each other and spend some time with each other. And they realized, you know what, we're basically the same guy. If, if this is this is this is no good. I miss that. I really do. I, I miss the idea of Joe Kelly and Carlos Correa
1: last year. I mm-hmm. loved that. I you know it's kind of funny. I I don't know. I'm trying to think here from like a brand perspective, like individual players. When LeBron decided to go to Miami, everybody hated LeBron. Everybody hated the Heat. But Trav, you know what? You and I were doing if a game was on, we were watching, mm-hmm. right? So I I wonder. I wonder if if players that embrace the hate like Paul George has not embraced hate and I think part of me if Paul George embraced it if Paul George was like screw all you guys can shut your mouth I'm I'm succeeding in life I'm I making am it playoff happen. P. I I'm gonna deliver this up I, I wonder if if players who kind of are in that predicament if it helps their brand too because for LeBron I know he's different LBJ when he went to Miami everybody freaking KD when he went to the Warriors everybody hated him yep and, and these players eventually go off to you know obviously go do their own thing but uh yeah I I, I get what you're saying about hate maybe hate's too strong of a word but dislike certain sports players. hate yeah. sports hate
0: mm-hmm. dislike I, I dislike almost everybody there that's not enough I need to hate some things I, I dislike almost everyone and everything I, I need hate hate is useful sports <laughs> hate right I'm not real hate not ugly hate but fun hate the kind of hate that makes you want no, to turn on the TV at night. No, I get it. Th- those are the sorts of things that matter. Funch a bunch, lunch munch, brunch with Funch. Yeah. Coming yep. up next, Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. And Slee, don't worry about your deal. You have them, but so do does you, everybody
1: else. Do you know? Do you know that? You know, we were going with Taj Gibson. And I kept doing the box score thing with him for a while, uh-huh. and then this morning, you know, prepping on Twitter. He has like a minute, minute and a half clip about like this moment for him with the Knicks. I'm like, God dang it, Taj. Now I can't bring you up again. This was It was such a good, heartwarming clip. I'm like, that's it. Taj is off my list.
0: You could still do it. We'll do it. By the way, we're going to get to those Knicks fans. That was the weirdest thing I've seen in a long time. Punch what he got for us. Just win a championship.
2: (laughs) All right, guys. So, uh, Meta World Peace, Ron Artest, or his new legal name. Do you guys know he had a new legal name now? He changed his name again.
1: I was unaware, I, think I do remember this. Yeah. What is it now?
2: It's Meta Sanderford Ortes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Meta Sanderford Ortes. Well, he was on Twitter, and when he said this, Taylor, hit okay, it.
4: everyone. So I put out a message on Twitter. I said, whoever want to play me one-on-one, hit me up. So some people called me out. Here's the reality of the situation when you're playing Meta World on 101 or even 5-on-5. Five five. So I'm about 280, 290 right now. I don't look it, which is good, but I feel it. So you have a shot. So if you want to play against me one-on-one, I'm going to have to make it even. Because I could put you in the block and just put you in the blender. But what I'm going to do is I'll shoot all jumpers and I'll spot you out some points. If you want to play against me, holler at me.
2: So even Meta was saying, like, you know, people are challenging one-on-one, blah, blah, blah. Even five-on-one. Okay. And I was just thinking, you know, putting together all of our athletic powers together, mm-hmm. me, Travis, Allen, so Young athletic. Taylor here, yeah, yeah, sure. do you think all four of us could beat Ron Artest one him. on four in a game to six?
1: Trav, we demolish him. How do we yeah, lose one I on do, four? I, so How do you lose I, one I want to answer
0: this like this. Number one, four on one against a close to, what did he say, 280?
2: Yeah, a yeah. 280 and he's an NBA player.
0: Ron Artest. <laughs> We would have a chance. I don't know because here's the thing: once he gets the ball, yeah. we lose, right? The, 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 if we don't make our first six shots, we lose the game. If he, I, if he, gets I don't the know ball, if he can make
2: our first six shots too. I'm te-
0: That's I'm telling the you question. Right now, right? <laughs> I'm telling I got this for right you. I ain't making any, right? I'm not, I'm not getting any. I, I'm we, we you right now,
1: if you swing the ball to me and you're wide open under the basket, I'm shooting a jumper. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I'm still shooting a jumper.
0: Remember the uh, ESPN celebrity basketball thing we did? Of course, a few of years course. Ago? I played in that, and I got one basket, and I could not have been more pleased with myself.
1: And <laughs> it was, was me. I alone was under the hoop. I was Kuz. I think I was 0 for one. <laughs> I think I took one shot. I was 0 for one. Um, yeah, I, I think we'll take Meta. By the way, Meta's saying that. Guess what? Guess what popped into my mind right when Meta's like, "I'm not going to be in the paint. I'm just going to stay outside." Mm. I'm like, okay, that's, we just He's did this for AD? two days. We just did this for two days with yeah. Anthony Davis. I, He's I don't need to do Anthony Davis impression.
0: What if he just shot? Go,
2: go, go ahead, go Travis.
0: No, I was just going to say, you guys probably saw this. Maybe some of the listeners saw. It. There was a video of some guy at a local gym, right? Mm-hmm. Like an LA fitness. It, it wasn't in LA, but it was like that. And he's making, and on the other court, Brian Scalabrini's just getting up some shots. Yeah, I saw that video. <laughs> and, and so this guy's like, "Oh, I'm going to take." It was this a high school part- kid that
2: thought he can beat Brian Scalabrini.
0: Right, And Scalabrini's overweight. This is recent. This is recent. yeah, and it's a high
2: school, what? like a high school basketball player, a real good high school basketball yeah, player.
0: A couple of months ago, Funch, right? Something like that.
2: Yeah, something like that. Yeah.
0: And this guy's like, "All right, let's go to let's go to 11, and I I can beat you." You know, 40-something-year-old, overweight. Scalabrini cooked this kid Demolish like he'd it. never seen a basketball in his life. And it's just <laughs> – let, let me say this one more time. Yeah, not for the point. last time, but I'm going to say yeah. it again. If you're not a professional athlete, you have zero chance against a professional – I don't care if he's old. I don't what care about if about four-on-one? What about four-on-one? That's a little different. I'm saying that if you think, oh, I'm am ai a four handicap. I could go beat, you know, a 68-year-old Jack Nick. No, you can't. No, you can't. It doesn't work like that. You're not a pro. What do you got, Funch? All
2: right, Taylor. You're mistaken, D. All right, the Friends reunion is tonight on HBO Max, ah, and it will be the okay. first time since the series finale in 2004 that all six of them will be in the same room on camera doing the Friends thing. I, for one, wasn't a Friends fan, never really got to the show, kind of annoyed that it's on every day on different channels. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> I love Jennifer Anderson. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> Obviously, it has been <laughs> voted on different lists as one of the best TV shows of all time. Will you guys be tuning out the Laker game tonight at times tonight to check out the Friends reunion?
1: Well, this is weird, because Travis and I, when we were uh, prepping, I was like, Travis, big game tonight. You know, this is game three. And he kept saying, I'll just watch the highlights after the game. <laughs> I'm sure he will, man. He kept saying that. He's like, listen, I'll catch the highlights. Not a big deal. Uh, I know Trav is all over this tonight all over this tonight look i
0: like some old sitcoms i'll, I'll still watch an episode of seinfeld pretty regularly mm-hmm. i'll hit up a cheers an office a parks and rec i like old sitcoms okay there i i do I've, i i what's less than no interest like i will aggressively avoid the friends reunion wow i, I mm. thought you were a friends guy travis no could could here's here's the jokes and friends could it be any more obvious? That's every joke in the entire – I understand they all got wildly rich. Hey, I understand how are you doing? Joey doing people. that four times a <laughs> show. Could, could, could I be eating more tacos? It's like,
1: oh, my God, again? My, my, my Okay, my... But let, me give, let me give my quick assessment on friends. At the time, it was a show that – I wouldn't go out of my way to watch, but when it was happening, right, when everybody was, it was, you know, the, the, the best show or the best show on sitcom at that time, whatever the case is, I wouldn't mind watching it. Since it ended, that is not a show you go back to if it's on or something. They say, oh, I'm going to watch some friends. Where you yeah. do that with Seinfeld, you do it with some of these other shows. That is not a show. Over time, that show, I think, has got worse and worse. You know what I mean? Like, there's certain shows that you used to watch and you could still watch. That's not a show that you could still watch. Yeah, I well, said it at the beginning. There's
0: one thing that's gotten better, and it's Jennifer Aniston.
2: With, that's, better with that's time. Better got got with better. time. Yes. Just like yes. wine. Taylor. <laughs> All right. ESPN OG Kenny Mayne had his last spot on ESPN Sports Center last week, and he had right. everyone's favorite athlete, Marshawn Lynch, on just to ask him wacky questions, such as what he, what he would do if he was Earth's representative if the aliens landed. Now, this is what Marshawn said.
4: We're we'll politic for a minute. I see what they got going on. I mean, if they some cool uh some cool aliens, then maybe we'll probably put it together a little later on. But if not, you feel me? I just hey man, you know what? Y'all be easy, man. Y'all have a safe ride back to wherever it is y'all going, man. But uh, you know we just down here uh uh kick back and uh moving and grooving down here on uh planet Earth. But when y'all come slide through, just come holler at your folks, man. I'm gonna tap in. Marshawn
2: Lynch is the best of you
4: guys. Oh, that is <laughs> so, awesome. Okay, Look,
2: guys, if, you, if one of you guys were were Earth's wait, wait, representatives. Wait, wait, wait,
4: wait, let's, let's not go
1: away okay. from Marshawn for a quick second. I, how good was you, that? It, so what I was, I'm
0: assuming, Funch, that the question might be something like, what would we say? What right? would you something say
2: like upon first uh, contact with some aliens, guys?
0: First of all, you're not doing better than Marshawn Lynch. That, if, if the the alien apocalypse, let me, let me rephrase, when the alien apocalypse happens. Look at you. It's, it's, we're getting close. They say they're off the coast of San Diego. The Navy said so. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's happening.
1: We just when can't it get happens, any footage we're sending- with all our technology that looks <laughs> we're just halfway decent.
0: <laughs> we're sending Marshawn Lynch to be our guy. Take us to your He's leader. He's representative. Here's Marshawn. He's our guy. That be I my first question would be something like, What do you guys want to eat? You guys you guys want to go grab a few? Yeah, you, you guys uh, down and have a have a couple drinks? Let's go get to know each other a little bit. That's that's where I'd start.
1: I would Please. say listen. I would say look. You're going to run into this guy named Travis. He's going to try and steer you in different directions. Medium plus. That's the <laughs> way you get your steak. Medium plus. I, I I, want to go back to this because the Marshawn thing, I don't know if you guys, one of these days just go on YouTube and just click on Marshawn Lynch. And just this guy's personality and the way he's kind of embraced. You was, remember that time where he would say, uh, I'm just here not to get fined. Remember, he would do that <laughs> yeah. with all his interviews. Um, that that's that's probably one of my favorite sports athletes off the uh, off the football field, and it's just because he's so real and authentic. He's not trying to be anything that he's not.
2: And that's all I got for you guys.
1: Yeah, he he is just.
0: Such a unique I – mean, what was it, the Seahawks, when he was with the Seahawks and they had to go to the Super Bowl and he had to do mm-hmm. the press conferences and he didn't want to do it and he just said, I'm, I'm only here so I don't get fined.
1: That's it. That was, and, his, and that the was the time, his go-to like, line.
0: Dude, just you know, just give us something. And now it, it bothers me even more. At the time it didn't bother me because I thought something else was going on. I thought it was more like a social anxiety thing that he just really was terribly uncomfortable being in front of people like that and he didn't want to do it. And I'm like, cool, if that's his, that's his jam, I don't care if he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to – Knowing that he's got nuggets like that locked and loaded, I feel like I got ripped off. He's such a fascinating guy.
1: I'm. Uh, I'm still. Uh, I'll text you throughout the game, Trav. If you're going to watch the friends thing, I'll just text you scores. I'll let you know. Okay, here's the deal. Here's what's going on through to through the first quarter. What things look like. I, do, do you think this will get a lot of love? You think this friends reunion will do will do well tonight? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, they, put it to you this
0: way. My wife is a is a friends person. She likes mm-hmm. it. She thought it was good, so it was on in our ho- our home frequently. I've seen a lot of. I'm not a huge fan, but I've seen most of them <laughs> because it was on a lot in our house. Yeah, people will watch it. I what? I
1: will not be among them, but yeah. Whatever uh, whatever ended up happening yesterday, with with the text free
0: oh. breakfast. Still, still nothing on my phone. She comes back. I said, "Where did you You go? haven't
1: talked to her. She hasn't
0: come home. <laughs> she, so I, I, I literally sent her the text yesterday. She just sends me, "Going to breakfast. It's free." And I wrote, "What? What's going on?" She, I said, "What, what are you getting? What are you bringing me?" Oh, no, no. There's a soft opening, and one of my, one of my girlfriends is, you know, she, she, her friend is the investor. Blah, blah, blah. So we just went. Today was wonderful. I had this, and I had this, and I'm like. Wait, how does this work? We've been married almost 25 years, and you're telling me that you went to a restaurant soft opening where they're handing things out, and you didn't ask for a to-go box? This 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 relationship is getting she worse. she went to a restaurant soft
2: opening. She's not gonna ask for a to-go box. What
0: I then told she's doing it wrong. Look, a <laughs> no
2: to-go boxes there. Hey, Traf, I know she's know,
1: at work right now, and she can't hear me, so it's very safe. You know, how we said yesterday we were talking. About, was it yesterday or the day before we were talking about opening doors? Right? Remember I yeah. was saying that. So I told my girlfriend, I'm like, yeah, you know, I was, I was talking about the opening the doors thing. I'm like, yeah, you know, sometimes sometimes I, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm opening the door. Other times it just kind of is what it is. You get it this time, I'll get it next time, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Lakers and the Clippers, should say the Lakers and the
0: Suns tonight. We don't know what we're going to get from Chris Paul, but I got a different question for you regarding Chris Paul and his matchup against the Lakers tonight. So we'll hit you with that next. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN.